From the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, here's what's new today. This is Scott Yates of the Rockford Register Star. During a three-stop tour of Rockford on Friday, Congresswoman Sherry Bustos of East Moline visited with elementary school students, toured a Rockford Housing Authority property, and baked pastries with the businesswomen of Bella Luna Bakery. I sat down with the Congresswoman after she had visited with the bakery's co-owners to go over each stop on her visit. Let's hear the interview now. So, Congresswoman Bussos, thank you so much for coming to Rockford and visiting some downtown businesses today. I understand you've been uh, busy this morning uh, with Read Across America and uh, another... When you had Rockford Housing Authority. Yep, visit those folks. And you're here at Bella Luna Bakery visiting uh, a small business uh, operation here. Um, describe While I'm eating a cherry cheesecake, by the way. So... <laughs> and it, it looks delicious. It and is, I, I can't even tell you how good it is. And you're multitasking doing an interview and uh, grabbing a snack at the same time. I will eat with my mouth closed, I promise. Or I, I, will, I will not talk with my mouth open. How's that? Or <laughs> I don't think our listeners... I don't know if we can do that. If I can manage it, I'll try. I don't think our listeners will uh, fault you too much uh, if they can't see you I'm there. Right, it's not visual. Exactly. Um, so uh, what, have, what have you seen here in Rockford today on your visit? Well, started out at um, with uh, preschoolers and second, third, and fourth graders, reading to those those uh, the kids at the school. Um, it's we're just celebrating reading. My message to the kids was um, that through reading and through learning, they can do anything they want. They wanted to know if I'd met the president of the United States, and so we talked a little bit about Donald. Trump. What did What did you tell them? I said I had. Um, I, I said that, uh, in fact, I was on the escort committee uh, during the State of the Union. So when you saw the president walk in onto the, on the House floor, I was actually behind him about, I don't know, eight people or so. So. Um, and is that a frequent opportunity uh, for someone in your position or any congressperson? Well, I'm in House leadership now, so as a member of House leadership, I, I was asked to do that, so I did. And um, I think the kids were a little more interested in Barack Obama, so we, we talked a little bit more about that. I, uh, the story I think they liked the best is I, I asked them if they knew what Air Force One was, and most of, most of the kids knew. that These are the older kids, uh, you know, the, the preschoolers. I, we didn't get into these, this deep of a conversation. And uh, so uh, I, I said I flew with President Obama on Air Force One, and then I asked if they knew what Marine One was, and most of them did. And I said, well, that's his helicopter. And I said I also flew on Marine One with, with President Obama. So we, you know, we, did, we just told little stories. And, and, my, and my, my closing message was, uh, you know, when, when, because they liked President Obama, I said, you know, President Obama grew up with a, a single mom, and through learning and reading, um, he accomplished, you know, went all the way to the presidency. So that, that was my message. If you, if you learn, if you read, you can do anything you want. And then we went over the um, and re readership in uh, readership success rates amongst uh, the lower grade students is experiencing some trouble um, here in the area. Is, is how does that rank on your list of priorities here? It sounds like you have been engaging with some students. Uh, what more are you doing for uh, those types of struggling students, struggling school systems for those types of reading rates? 
Well, the, the, that's always handled at the local level. I mean, every school district in America has their own standards and all of that. At the federal level, we are less about, um, you know, talking or, or having policy as far as the curriculum, um, more about the funding and, and uh, from that angle. So, um, you know, that, that's, a, that's a local programming type of thing. But um, I, I do I do something else. I talk a lot about reading in communities I go to all over our congressional district. There's something that we have that we call the uh, Library of Congress book book program, and the Library of Congress has surplus books. They have more books than they have shelf space for. So as a member of Congress, I'm allowed to go over to the Library of Congress and pick out uh, the books that are in their surplus uh, box. It's like you know, literally, they have a room full of all these books, and we can take. Um, whatever we want, as long as we give them to nonprofits. That's the only criteria. So I have chosen small town libraries all over our congressional district to donate those to, and we've gone to. We've been doing this for about five years now, and uh, every time I go again, I talk about the importance of reading. And you know, as a kid growing up, uh, probably what I loved more than anything else were number one, playing sports, and number two, reading. I've just always loved to read and just totally get lost in a book so you know I, I talk to the kids about my own love of reading and um, and yeah I love going to these libraries in these small towns all over the congressional district uh, speaking of uh, going all over the congressional district uh, this uh, today has marked the 81st sherry on shift event um, can you explain what that means uh, to uh, the uninitiated and uh, what we've been doing here today at Bella Luna Bakery? Yeah, so um, I've, and I've been doing this now for go- going on seven years, but um, it's, it, I job shadow people is basically what it is. We call it Sherry on Shift because we like the alliteration, and my name happened to be Sherry, and you know I do shift work. So, uh, But I, I, I just go into businesses all over our region and work shoulder to shoulder with people and learn about what they do to make a living, you know, how hard so many people work and um, a lot of times how, you know, the struggles that people go through. Go through and What's something that has stood out to you uh, when you've seen workers and business owners uh, run their operation? I, I would say the, the one that I can't get out of my mind is there was a home care nurse and uh, she's, she was married to a guy who worked in one of the cities and they had two kids and um, I asked her what she and her family did for fun, and she said they have cable television. And I said, oh, you don't like to go to the movies? And said, it's not a matter of not liking to go to the movies. It's that we can't afford, the t- by the time you buy the tickets and buy soda and popcorn, it's too expensive. And here were two people working full-time, working hard and, you know, with hard, tough jobs. And, and it just, I mean, it just shows you the struggles that some people go through. We've got two hardworking women business owners here at Bella Luna Bakery. Um, what uh, can you describe? What you've been doing here today for our listeners? Yeah, let's see. I've made sugar cookies. I have filled little donuts. Um, I am now eating cheesecake. I rang up some um, some of the customers. I, they taught me how to run the. You know, you don't even have cash registers anymore. You have like you know they have an iPad and one of those little things that you uh, run a run a uh, credit card through um and what else did i do uh, made a filled up a bag of white wine cookies which i thought was was pretty original um put boxes together yeah so uh, i was not very good at the boxes 
I was very good at the sugar cookies. They said the sugar cookies were like among the most beautiful they've ever seen in their entire lives. I'm, that's a little bit of an exaggeration, but um, no, it was it was it was great. And you know, here you've got two women, um, and, and you know, we were talking earlier about some of the challenges of even trying to expand and trying to move some things around and having to deal with the bureaucracy of government and what a hassle that was and. You know, just it's, this is hard work owning a business, and I have great admiration for people who give it a try. And you know, I just I wish I wish these women wonderful success. They've been here for a number of years now, and in fact, if I'm ever running ahead of schedule when I when I pull into town, this is my this is where I like to stop because um, you know uh, they're, they're good people and they're hardworking and and they make very good sweets. <laughs> One issue locally that we're following here at the Rockford Register Star is the impending increase of the minimum wage to $15 an hour. Uh, What would you say to small business owners who are a little bit concerned about how their small operation is going to be affected by that wage increase? Well, the um, first of all, you know that was happened at the state level, and I work in federal government, so that's not something that um, I, you know, was involved with. But um, I. It, it's obviously been passed by the state, Illinois State House, the Illinois State Senate, signed into law by Governor Pritzker. So it is going to happen. It, it, it eases in over six years. So um, I've, I've never been a small business owner, so I, the, the challenges that that will create, um, you know, I would leave it for them to, to share that with you. Um, I know that workers, uh, you know, we haven't seen an increase in the minimum wage in, um, I believe it was... It, it's 7.25 in um, on the federal government level. It was 8.25 in Illinois. It hasn't been increased in a number of years. So um, you know, I, it, it, they have six years until it fully kicks in. And so I would just say it is going to happen. The governor signed it into law, and it's just a matter of being ready for that. Uh, thank you very much for your time here today. Would you like to add anything that I didn't think to uh, bring up? No. Yes. I. I uh, you know, Rockford's a very, very important part of our congressional district. We have an office here right downtown. Um, and uh, so if anybody listening to this needs our help on any federal government issue, whether it's Medicare, Social Security, the Veterans Administration, immigration, any of that, our, we have very, very good staff here who love to help people. And, and you know, my job is to serve people. And we have 711,000 people who live in this congressional district. And uh, the way I look at it is those are the people who are my bosses. You know, I don't report to the President of the United States or the Speaker of the House or anybody else. I report to the people in Rockford and um, in Winnebago County and the rest of the 13 counties um, outside of this region. Congresswoman, thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Appreciate it. For more from the newsroom of the Rockford Register Star, go online at rrstar.com.